This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Well, hello and welcome to The Green Room. This is the area for fascinated VIPs. Thank you so much for supporting Fascinated on Headstuff Plus and I hope you're enjoying all the bonus material. I love making Fascinated, so it's so much fun just to make a little bit more for the people that support on Headstuff Plus. My guest today for this Green Room episode is the fantastic Sean Smith. Now, if you listen to Fascinated, you'll know that I chatted to him about maybe 18 months ago. And since then, he has been really, really busy. He has released his debut album. He recorded a charity single with his sister, Sarah, who... He was in Same Difference with. But today he releases his second album and what a treat it is. And I'm not been paid to say this. This is not a sponsored thing. Uh, it is really, really great. He has recorded a swing album and I have to start by saying whenever an artist does this, I'm never on board. I just think just don't go reinventing some old standards. The world does not need another version of My Way. But what Sean has done is he has recorded swing versions of 90 songs and it is brilliant. Big hits like Sweetness by Michelle Gale, Crazy For You by Let Loose, Who Do You Think You Are by The Spice Girls, Don't Hurt Me by Hadaway, The End of the Line by The Honeys. Just absolute gems and he really makes them his own. It is like listening to an album that you've already listened to 20 times. It's an absolute gem. I just caught up with Sean yesterday to see how he's feeling about the release today and to do a track by track of the album. We chatted about each one and what it was like to record it and uh, as always, he was absolutely lovely and I really hope you enjoy it. That was the very lovely Sean Smith and the links to purchase Sean's album or to stream it are in the information attached to this episode where you'll also find links to follow me and Sean on the various social media platforms. I'll be honest, my Instagram, it's mainly Boots, my cat. There'll be a new episode soon. I can reveal because this is the green room that the next episode is with Una Healy from the Saturdays. So uh, I'm recording that on Monday. So that will be in your ears on the first Monday of May. Thanks for supporting and thanks so much for listening. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this man is, uh, he's been sitting on something for a while and he's about to release it. That sounded terrible, but... (laughs) (laughs) He's about to let it go out of the world. Uh, Tomorrow is release day for Sean Smith. Hello. Hello. That's such a great start. That's so good. We have to keep that in. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so you've, like, since we last chatted, okay, because I, I listened back, I was like, when did, when did we chat? And it was about a year and a half ago. Since then, you've got, you did a single with Sarah. Yes. You, and you've released two albums. Or you, you've released one album, but there's another one coming. So uh, how do you feel now? It's the day before you, you drop the bomb. Oh, insane. I can't tell you. Just, I don't know if I'm coming, going or gone. That's the feeling I've got. It's like half nerves, half anticipation, half excitement. But I don't think I've ever been so confident because I know the songs are good because they've already been hits, you know? So I'm not worried about that. I just, I just hope that it gets accepted in the way that I hope. I hope that people get why I've done it. And I I just want people to feel joy when they listen to it. It's, it's such a brilliant album. And I'll tell you why I, I loved it. I was, because I've listened to it a couple of times and it's like having an album that you've, you know, like when you buy a new album, you've got to get used to it. But yeah. what you've done with all these songs is so different that it actually just feels like an album that you've listened to maybe five or six times. It's absolutely brilliant. And it's one of those albums no, that you like won't turn too. off. 
hundred percent. Something that my girlfriend said to me that I absolutely agree with. It's like watching Friends. You know, you can kind of have it on in the background, and you don't, you know, what's going on. You don't need to listen anymore, but yeah. it still brings you that sense of joy and nostalgia that from from when you first watched it. It's 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 got something like that about it that I just yeah. It's, it's there's a real touch of magic. Yeah. Uh, ah. How did you, how did this come about? Like whose idea was it or what happened? So uh, go, go back to the beginning. I was doing pantomime at Christmas and we were full on into it. And we, we had such a great team of people and we were all kind of like, it was that time when we didn't know if things were going to stay open or not here in, in England. So yeah, yeah. We, we kind of plowed on with this panto and um, no, no matter what happened until the government said you can't do it anymore basically and it was a big commitment from the theater anyway um we got we got to the week leading up to christmas and then our portsmouth went into tier three which meant that we had to shut down disappointed but still full of energy and uh, yeah. because you know in my mind we were going right through into january so i thought how am i going to use this energy and also use this third lockdown without sort of completely sending myself under because i think the third yeah. was like by that point you're going we just had enough now, please. Like, <laughs> please let me have a drink, you know, like in a, in a beer garden or something. <laughs> yeah, I know. Anything at this point. But uh, yeah, so I, I literally got on the phone, crisis talks, <laughs> you know, to the yeah. management. And uh, he was like, let's just use this time to do something. What, what do you think? And I've always had this idea of doing swing songs, but in the 90s, because I grew up in the 90s. That was my kind of finding myself time you know it's between like five and 15 yeah uh, I, I fell in love with music during that era um pretty much anything that i has truly ingrained itself in me that i truly love comes from that from that era basically so cool. that was always one thing the other thing was just the swing i, I lend myself to that style because i was always doing that long before i ever did x factor you know i used to turn up to pubs and clubs and you'd have to do three 45 minute sets and if you're doing high energy pop stuff and, you know, yeah, yeah. you're going to ruin your voice. So I just kept it all like, you know, all the way, just kept it all down there. <laughs> and it just makes it so much easier to get through 345. So I just found myself developing the style relatively naturally and easily. So it was such a, an easy merge of two eras for me. And, it, it, and Well, it's interesting you say that because as soon as you, as soon as you get into the songs, you really do feel like your voice sounds you kind of it, sorry i just have to let the cat out she's been an absolute one second <laughs> yeah, sorry you're ruining the podcast <laughs> God, that is i'm so sorry sean um no, we have so, to keep that in as well yeah, we, <laughs> <laughs> well what's interesting is though your voice like your voice is so good because that's the one thing I think we said that in the last uh, in in the last um, podcast is even when you were on the X Factor like there was rarely a bum note but your voice in this it's it's so good because sometimes with dance and with pop music your voice gets processed and you don't actually hear how good a singer you are but it's it's, it's really you sound great on it. It's so important that we kept that genuine feel about it. We didn't want to overprocess everything. The beautiful thing about it, we've got all these. Incredible incredible musicians that are genuine to that time that you know they didn't live in that time <laughs> yeah. they've got they've got that training that they understand you know they understand the sort of classic seventh notes that you put into jazz you know that they're all they're all completely at ease in that style so we all just blended so well and it just felt yeah. right it sounds absolutely brilliant um 
before we start, I want to ask, was there any, was there any song that you put in there? Because when I saw the track list, there was at least three or four that I thought, how in the hell is that going to work? I mean, like songs like Truly Madly Deeply, where you think, no, the, 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 the beat of that song is just so, it's, it is the song, but then you just do such a fantastic version of it. Was there anything that didn't work? Oh, we had a few, I couldn't make, um, I really wanted to put Sybil in there, Love I Lost. And oh! I love, I love that record. And, um, but I just couldn't make it work. It was too, cause it's almost like two separate songs. And if you swing the first bit, I can remember crying. You know that? If you yeah, that, yeah. Swing song. But then you get to the chorus and you want to go, the love I lost was a sweet love, you know? And also there's so many kind of offbeat parts as well that every way I tried it, couldn't make it work and it killed me. Um, okay. Some, some will suit the style really well. Others, not so much, but there are also ones that did kind of work well that we, maybe we didn't do in the end because, you know, the financials, the more musicians you're putting in, the more. So we ended up coming up with 10 really strong ones and we thought, you know, quantity over quality, uh, quantity over quality, <laughs> over quantity in the end. <laughs> no, that's about the money, quantity over quality. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so like, we're, we're, we're going to go through them now because like, there's such surprises on this album and and if I haven't explained which I may not have it's a swing album of 90 songs um but there's so many surprises in there like the first one is a massive surprise and that was Sweetness by Michelle Gale like if ever amazing she's absolutely brilliant but that's a song that I didn't even think another female singer could sing like Michelle Gale because it's just it's it just she's so much part of that song uh, but you've done such a completely different version of it absolutely to me as soon as I heard because we had as I said originally we had like a hundred records and we had to get well, it was probably more than that even we just kind of went through throughout kept in for a little while and then maybe talked through two different songs and thought oh that one's got to go so kind of similar you know but that one was one that straight away I was like 100% got to be there because as soon as you hear shoop shoop yeah shady shoop you go oh my god shoop shoop shady yeah. shoop. you know it kind of straight away you go it suits and um oh my what a wonderful wonderful amazing woman she is honestly it was so sweet of her because we put it out as an instant grat and she straight away sort of supported it, put the hands up going like that and got all her, her followers onto it too. And I just thought, how unbelievably sweet is that? Someone that's got that kind of success, got that huge hit behind, you know, EastEnders, everything. And she's she's going to support me like that. Uh, to me, it's just like, she'll go down as an absolute legend. I'll love her forever for that. And uh, Yeah, uh, it's Michelle. Sweet of her. She's really cool, a, really cool. You did a chat with her as well. And, what, and she comes across so well as well. Yeah, she? she's so nice. She's just brilliant. And uh, But you've really, like, you've really made the song your own. I mean, it's so, that's what's interesting about a lot of these songs is if you come to them for the first time, they bear, they bear no resemblance to the originals. It's just got the magic of the originals, but just this completely new version. Um, Thanks, buddy. I mean, I did struggle to sing, uh, what is it? I'm your African queen, I think she said. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so obviously couldn't couldn't take that. And I, I was waiting for I was waiting for that line. I was like, okay, let's see what he does with this because. <laughs> but some of it, I mean, I so wanted that song to be in there, and I also wanted to be as true to the original, you know, as far as lyrically, because I, I think some people get they get quite um, they're attached to their records, so you yeah. don't want to kind of mess with them too much. And I 
often, you know, she deserves all the respect in the world for having such a huge hit and it's such a great track. But that was one I thought, I don't want to throw it away because of that tiny little bit of lyric that I can't sing. Yeah, yeah. Let's change it. But with like, for example, I always loved um, uh, Billy Piper growing up. Oh yeah. Um, we, we tried to do um, Girlfriend, but change it to Boyfriend. And no matter what, you, you had to completely overhaul the entire song in order to Okay, yeah. So it just, there were songs like that that just wouldn't, wouldn't work. It's interesting as well, because there's another lyric change that you probably even don't, didn't realise, but at the end of the song, Michelle kind of murmurs, everyday boy, just keep giving it to me, yeah. I don't know, <laughs> was that on a mix? Did you try it? Did you? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we laid it down and we thought, you know, then you're only, you know, a portion into part half. Yeah. So you can't go to it, you couldn't play to everyone. So we just stuck with, you treat yourself fine. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was fine. So second, <laughs> second song, uh, I mean, this one could have got you hung. This, like Spice Girls. And it, it probably will still get me hung, but I couldn't not put the Spice Girls in for the 90s. They were everything to me in the 90s. Yeah. So, and it, what's yeah. interesting, like, it's the it's the one song that the Spice Girls had that it kind of could be in any era. Like, it, it was kind of like its own animal. It was kind of like, yeah. you know, like, um, you're the one that I want or something. It was just... 100%. It wasn't the time. It was just, it, this like, was the um, song. The otherwise is... Um, oh... Bruno Mars. It reminds me of that too. It, it, that could work in any era. Yeah. Um, you know, the one that he did with, um, oh, you, everyone knows that song. Uh, oh, Don't yeah, believe yeah. me, just watch. Come on. Yes. Yeah. It's that. It's, it's basically that. It happened. It works in any era, but it's like one of those songs that, you know, it doesn't matter what trends are following, it still stands up, you know? Yeah. And that's how I feel about it. Yeah. It, and, and you've done such a great version of it with, and it's kind of like you didn't stick to the original. You didn't feel it's just it's its own thing. It's really, really good because I, I think that that's sometimes where those albums fall down, like the Jumbo Westlife. And they, they've even talked about it since they did that Allow Us To Be Frank album where they're kind of like, yeah, yeah just forget about that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you really you've really dived in and just given your own spin. It's not you're not just trying to imitate anything. It's just you've really reinvented something. It's it's brilliant, and you can really Thank hear it on you. who do you think you are. Well, who do you think you are? It's probably, I think stand up favorite. But again, I think that's a big testament to the the song itself. But straight away, because there's like horns and stuff and original, it suited that. At, at the very early stage, that was very difficult because there's so many key changes. You don't realize it when you're listening. But there's but when I was just laying it down in what I figured was my perfect sort of um, a key for that I couldn't I, when it listened to the chorus to a new key change I couldn't hear that so I was laying it down and I just couldn't get it to work and um, mm. we almost we were so close to throwing that one out and doing two become one instead purely because oh wow I, which you know again that you know the night is a night <laughs> you know it kind of works it's it, but I wanted to do that so much because I loved it. And to me, that that um, performance that they did at the Brits was everything when I was young. Yeah, of so course. That was the 90s. Myself. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it, that, that, that look, you know, you see them all in their separate, you know, and it became like a phenomenon. And to me, I had that on my wall. So I wanted to do a testament to myself as well and be true to what I was in the 90s. So if I took that out, it wouldn't have felt quite right. But 
you know, the producer ended up making it work for me. And I'm delighted. Oh, it's great. It's re really, really brilliant. Yeah. It's one of those songs that I, I bet you cannot wait to tour this album because this, that will be, that's going to be wild. <laughs> I want people dancing in the arse to that one, that's for sure. But yeah, I'm, I'm so delighted you said that because as I said, could have got hung for that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next up, Savage Garden, Truly Madly Deeply. Yeah, I want to stand with you on a mountain. I want to be... Um, again, a bit like who do, who do you think you are? It's one of those songs that has you can't imagine it done any other way. You just you just don't think it will work because of the, like the rhythm of it and the you know so many lyrics. Um, what was that like to do? Really tough because again, a huge fan of the original. I loved all of their stuff. Had all of their albums. Um, you kind of it's, it's another one you feel like oh do I want to touch it because it's so respected. But I, I felt like if you were going to do one of their songs, it was going to have to be that because I, I wanted to play to like the actual huge hits of these these artists yeah. rather than going too off the beaten track. And that for me was their biggest fun I always loved. And oh, the lyrics, they're heartbreaking. They're just unbelievable. They're beautiful. And they, yeah. just send, you, they send you to a place when you listen. Um, I'm talking about the original now. Um, so the words, they work anyway. To me, it yeah. was, you know wouldn't matter so i decided right let's let's completely don't try and do it as another ballad let's bring it up bang up to speed and the hardest thing about it probably was laying down the vocal was it, it got wordy so you had to kind of relax down on it i'll be a dream i'll be a wish i'll be a fancy yeah and, and a lot of words on the same it. note yeah exactly um that was probably the hardest part of it but i had to do an overhaul on it and change it up and i think that's it was the only way it was going to work. So I'm, again, delighted at how it came out. Jury's out. Everyone should listen to have their own opinion. Oh, they're going to love us. They're going to love us. to any opinion, honestly, because what I'm not doing with this album, the entire thing is saying, I'm doing a better version of the original. I'm not doing that in a million years. I'm just saying, this is my homage to the original tracks and because they meant so much to me during that time. Well, it's interesting that you can't, it's very interesting to have the two versions of the same song and not be able to compare them. And that's what, that's what it feels like because they're just, yeah. they're completely, you've gone completely left field yeah. and it, it really works. Like the next one, again, is, is one that I just can't imagine even a man singing. Well, it was Sweet Like Chocolate. Sweet Like Chocolate, boy. Sweet Like Chocolate. Like that must have been a strange one because even her, her voice on that song is so particular yeah um the reason why i wanted that in was because it lent itself so much to the um doo -doo 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 you know the and you can imagine the brass section just really kicking in and it's almost like a one two three four doo -doo. you know you can imagine it and so to me um i have to give also the because me and my manager came up with like the, most of them but my my sister, I was just, I got in the car car with her one time. I can't remember what we were doing, but she said, well, that's sweet like chocolate. I used to love that. And so she added this one in. Which, okay. And straight away my mind went, oh my goodness, I know. And I started listening to the original. It's almost like stepping into that garage scene, which again, yeah. I love that garage scene, like the whole Craig David thing that was happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that during that time too. So that was almost like my little step towards that slightly. I wanted to show that I love that stuff too. You know? Yeah, it really, it really, really works. Like it, it, it's so. Um, like, had you had any of these songs come up before? Had you done any of them in sets before? No, I don't think so. Um, no, I'm trying to think. No, I, I absolutely didn't. No, no, they're all um, new. 
No, it, well, there, because because obviously I wouldn't think I would have had to do the original song, and I don't yeah, think yeah. that, um, like for example, um, Spice Girls. I, I don't know if I put that in my set. You know, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd love to. Maybe it's a bit too far left of centre. For, for people who just want to have a drink at a pub, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> just, just give me, just give me sweet Caroline, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> yeah. And then they're happy. I, I think that's why probably they didn't work back in the day as that for me. But yeah, thinking about, maybe I did actually do um, Truly Mandy Deeply, the original, maybe. I think I probably would have done. Yeah. But back then, like you couldn't even get tracks nowadays. You just go online and the tracks are there. Back, yeah, back yeah. then, you used to have to spend out <laughs> hundreds on MIDI tracks that were terrible. But <laughs> plinky you know blanky. I mean? Yeah. Um, the next, the next one is one that I would have associated with you. I would say, okay, he, he, like that would be one that he might do. And it was Curtis Tigers or all that matters to me. Oh, matters to me the ground that you uh, which is such a great song. It really is. But again. I think I love that and as soon as I heard it I went it makes so much sense that you do that but also it's almost because that that song do you remember like Robson and Jerome again came out in like the 90s yes and yeah brought back all of that kind of like old school almost yeah old on chain melody yeah, yeah songs all them sort of records that came out sort of similar times so that was that trend um, okay it was already almost an homage to Am I saying that word right, by the way? I use it a lot and I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Well, I think you're supposed to say homage, but that just sounds a bit ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it was like a homage. Homage, beautifully done, beautifully done. (laughs) That that was already a homage to those earlier records, so I'm doing a homage of a homage, if you know what I mean. Okay, Um, well, (laughs) what's interesting about this song, apparently, is apparently it flopped. It, It wasn't a hit for him. It was only a hit in the UK and Ireland. Uh, number six, I think. It yeah, and then in America, it hadn't done well at all. Weird one. Crazy. I mean, to me, that song was one of those that, yeah, maybe because it wasn't a number one, it didn't stick around for so long and everything like that. Um, maybe it was one that you forgot, but you, when you hear it, you love it. Yeah. That's what happened to me, because it stood out in the, the big old group of records, even though they're probably bigger hits. In, in It, it kind of stood out to me because I was like, I used to love this. Oh yeah. It was one of those. And I was like, if people rehear it, it will give it new life and energy. And, um, you know, we did this kind of cool breakdown part for the middle eight. Yeah. Um, because you think you know where the song's going, and all of a sudden it breaks into this kind of double time drums and stuff, which, again, is very sort of post-modern jukebox, kind of cool, you know. So I was delighted that we, that we did something different because it was easy to lend itself to doing a copy of the original because that could easily be done in swing style too you know yeah yeah and, and also the original was like almost five minutes I, I i wanted all of these records to be short snappy to the point you know yeah they're it's very punchy like you, you you get you get through it so quick um and it, it the thing about that record is there's kind of there's kind of sonatra vibes like there's like there's, there's a tone yeah. to your voice that you kind of go wow there's real rap pack character there <laughs> well that's exactly it I, I just said, with all of this i wanted to be true to the that style and um and it, it just comes back to me doing all the sinatra records purely because they were so easy to sing and that it, as i said it goes back to that same thing yeah. um and yeah i, I love sinatra I, I love all all of his records his voice to me since shivers and and and, and i i think maybe i've listened to so much of him that you get i sometimes you get an almost copy 
in, in certain aspects of my voice, you know. That's uh, great. It, it, but you sound, you sound absolutely brilliant on it. And I think uh, if Kurt has heard this, he might be a bit annoyed. He <laughs> 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 might be a bit annoyed. Should have done it that way, Kurt. Would have been a hit uh, then. The original uh, <laughs> brilliant. I love it. The next one, the next one, it, like I, this, in any style, this was like, this was a Sean or a same difference. Uh, one for sorrow, Steps. Uh, what was it like to jump into this one? Um, most pressure, I think. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, okay. 100%. Look, l- let me tell you. The, the the steps fans could make or break this album. Uh, this is <laughs> this is this is the genuine truth of it because step fans steps fans tend to like saying difference too. It's kind of because we were okay. build as the new H and Claire by you know, ah gotcha yeah yeah stuff. yeah. So I think if they don't like it. It's game over. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll try and sell the other. Songs, Come on, steps you know? fans. Come on. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, for me. Can't have the nineties without the steps. Again, it's 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 so obvious to me that they had to be on there. And if I didn't, there'd be why is it not? Um, yes. But at the same time, huge pressure. But I, again, I couldn't do something that I thought was exactly similar to the original. Claire, to me, I mean, her vocals are just they're on another planet. She yeah, she's an incredible voice. People don't realise as well how good, like like live too. She sounds just like the record. I even heard her do. Um, she went on to an opera show once. And yeah, yeah. To do that like seamlessly. And that to me takes unbelievable technique. I mean, she's just a phenomenal, phenomenal talent. You, um, you do sometimes forget how much, uh, how much singing is involved in a pop song. You know, like, I mean, have you ever tried to sing along to, um, like, yeah, a step song, loads of key changes. Or, I mean, God, I remember one time trying to sing along to Chesney Hawks, the one and only. Like yeah. there's something like seven key changes in that song. It's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Like, <laughs> I know this is the beautiful thing about doing it in swing. You can put it in an easy key, so it sounds like easy in your voice. And everyone says, "Oh, you're tackling that song. It's so difficult." But actually, in the swing style, it's it's kind of a lot easier because you can choose a key that's like nice and easy. And the point of swing is that it's all very natural and easy. So. I did, really the only one that was a bit of a tough scene for me was end of the line obviously we'll get to that later on but this this song was I wanted to change it up and also I wanted to remind people that the lyrics are actually incredible I mean it was written by um Twig and Topham who did some stuff with Same Difference and yeah. they're unbelievable writers and 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 I wanted to to show that in this record and that's why we did the beginning as, as a piano breakdown just piano and vocal to kind of sing it and and and, and remind people that this is heartbreaking lyrics it's written yeah beautifully. there's you know? a lot of heartbreak in it yeah that's that's what i wanted to pay homage to <laughs> yeah the high energy heartbreak of the 90s yeah, um, but that, that was kind of the selling point of steps wasn't it it was like the the absolute miserable songs with like the upbeat you know, it, it, like yeah. they really were songs that would rip your heart out if you just read the lyrics. Hundred percent. It's it's ABBA all over again. And yes. What happened to what happened to ABBA in the seventies? You know, everyone was kind of giving them a whole lot of stick at the beginning, and then eventually they become absolutely huge, and they've got this huge following. Anything they do now gets followed. And I, I feel like Steps have kind of they'll do the same thing. Hundred percent. Yeah. You know, during during the time it was like I was. I love that stuff. So I was all for it. And yeah, yeah. The beginning. And one day 
when everyone's going, oh, I love steps, I'll be the one going, I was proud to love them. Yeah, I was there at the start. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was there at five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> Absolutely. First on the dance floor every time it came on at a wedding, you know. Knew <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the moves, fully committing. <laughs> yeah, well done, well done. Everyone was copying me on the dance floor. Yeah, oh, well done, Sean. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, five, six, seven, eight would have been great. As a, as a swing record that would have been fun but I just thought because of Twi Twig and Top and did that and you know you could you could pay so much emotion to the lyrics it, it made sense to do that Wigfield was another one Saturday night you know along the same vein as 5678 but you could have easily oh yeah 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 another one you could have done but again it's like you wanted to pay something to all these artists you know and how long did it how long was the whole recording process from the time you know you and your manager said okay let's let's make this happen to the time that you finished the album literally two months honestly wow i think i think we were so enthusiastic about it and everyone got it and everyone was behind it that we just non-stop worked on it and it was Brilliant. just so easy it was so easy the songs are so great that once you've got the style you know, there wasn't a lot of tweaking because the musicians were so fantastic. When I, when I heard what they first did, I was like, completely got their direction. It, it was so, honestly, I can't say it. But I also think that a lot of the best things in life come easy. When you're beating your head against the wall, it's probably time to, to throw it out. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, of course. Because I, I think, I sometimes think if you beat your head against the wall on something, you can just see it on it. Yeah. You know, you just like, yeah, that didn't come easy. It was just too... There's something to be said for that, though. That like, you know, if you really, really want something, you just keep banging down that door until you get it. There is there is something... The, the determination, that is definitely something that I think is is a good thing in life. But with, yeah. but with records, sometimes I think it's the opposite. The easiest... Okay. The ones that come more naturally and easily feel right, you know, they're, 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 the, they're the ones that are most effective. Okay life lessons <laughs> uh, so Hadaway Makes what is love self-help book yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey look we're, we all need it at the moment everyone's writing self-help books it's the new thing <laughs> Hadaway what is love yes what is love on. baby don't hurt me <laughs> that must have been fun Hundred percent. The only thing that's killed me, man. This uh, it's, it's killed me recently. I, I, I realised that um, Postmodern Jukebox has done a version. I didn't even know. I genuinely no. know. Yeah. So I'm like, and now I'm gonna by saying that now they're all gonna go and check it out. Of course you are. But you know, it was one of those where I I that that song to me was like one of those. Oh my goodness. You know. Yeah, yeah. Have it. And from straight away went that's in no matter what it was one of those no-brainers um, yeah and and i really i guess it's my most buble-esque moment I, I guess it's very kind oh of yeah 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 slight, i forgot about buble yes buble yeah. vibes 100 percent. yeah i mean he's someone who he's committed to that style from the start and you just you know he's got his fans he knows where he is and he's sticking to that and um in a way, you know, I mean, everyone would love to have the kind of fan base that he's got. And, and you know, he's got his critics like everyone always has, but that's who he is and that's what he's Yeah, yeah, so, but he's brilliant. Yeah, I'm yeah, loaded. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. I mean... That's what you want from this album, Sean. 
Units. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Thing is, it's not me that's getting the money, it's all the people that wrote it, which is oh, yeah, okay. yeah. But, um, <laughs> they're, you know, yeah. they're, they're getting more money for a group, but rightly so because they've written classics, you know. Yeah, you see, that's what see, that's what I want. I want to just do a piece of work once and get paid for it for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's songwriting, she's not songwriting. Back to back in 2007 can pick them up all that they want. <laughs> The next one, the next one, I have to say, for loads of reasons, I just thought, oh my God, this is genius. This is like a deep cut, crazy for you. By Let Loose. I, because what's interesting, there's two things, right? One, that's a song I know inside out, because that was my, like, I had the album, 17, I think it was called. Um, I loved it. But, I was almost at the chorus of your song before I realised what one it was. It, it was just a completely, it, it just took yeah. me completely somewhere different. I knew the lyrics. I was, I was like, well, what is this? I, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it was like a song from a musical though. It's absolutely brilliant. It's like, for me, that's one of, one of the best ones on the album. Like, well done. You hit Let Loose so for I, me and I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm so delighted. I was so delighted about that because that's why, again, like I, I kind of almost forgotten about that. In a way, I know you. Yeah, me too. Fan, but yeah, I, I was the same as you. I, I had the album and everything. But I, 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 I was kind of when it when it got played, and I thought it was one of those that I thought we'll, we'll come back to that, you know, because I remembered it from all that time ago. But I think that was the main thing about that was going. We're not gone so obvious on every single track, you know. Okay. Yeah. You go. Well, I remember that, like what you said. I yeah, yeah. A bit like that with um, with steps in a way. Like you almost don't know what it is until it kicks in. And yeah, yeah. So different, you know. Um, and that's what my sister said because she, she was someone who, oh my, my goodness, the biggest steps fan in the world. You couldn't you couldn't walk past the bedroom without hearing it and going, oh, the whole house are hearing this record. Yeah. See what I mean? And she didn't even know. She was like, what is this record? Steps here. You you had this album. You played it nonstop. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 really great. I think that that's when when you when you have the magic of the original, but you haven't yet you don't yet realize it's the original. Like that, I think is the magic. The piano uh, though in the original is just fantastic. Isn't it? Oh yeah. Yes, yeah, brilliant. It's that middle of the row. It it is. So many records in the nineties had that flavor, but it was like a movement. That's that flavor. If you know what I mean. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely. Because yeah. I went back and listened to it uh, after, and I was like, oh god, because it's it is one of those songs that's it's a very nineties song. It's one of those yeah. songs that it's really, yeah. you know, it, it's kind of almost dated now. The, 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 the sound cool, is cool just movement, wasn't it? That style. That oh yeah, was, yeah, really like, cool. Um, Andreas Johnson. Glorious was another one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I loved yeah. during those times. But they all had that same mi middle of the road 90s epic piano feel about it. Yeah, yeah. The, like the piano on it was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. And, and also that kind of groove, the guitar, like the. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's Very brilliant. Nice. Great. Well done. Well done, Sean. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we're on to a winner that were like <laughs> eight, eight, like eight, eight, eight out of eight so far. There hasn't been a clunker. That's why I'm convinced I'd love you. There must be a B-side someone out there that'll like mortify you with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, turn around, fat and small. Savage, that's a brilliant. Yeah, yeah, brilliant, 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 brilliant. 
Um, what was that, that like to do? Amazing. Um, reason why it was in really, I mean, apart from the fact that it, it was incredible, it's an incredible song. I mean, that's one song that I feel still stands up to this day. If you played it, like I, I went out, for example, and they were playing, you know, all the latest records, you know, Amory yeah, yeah. and, and um, uh, basically anything new, it was getting played in this play. This was before lockdown, by the way, nothing illegal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden. Very good. <laughs> yeah. Turnaround came on and you'd think, oh, that's a, a, a 90s song that they're not going to know. It's going to it's going to empty the dance floor. But actually, it brought more people up. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those weird songs that you if someone was to say to you, it's an 80s song, it's a 90s song or it's a 70s song. You would go, oh, yeah. You know, if yeah. you didn't know, because it just has all those little vibes going on that. It, and I sometimes think that when something doesn't fit its time, it's yeah. timeless. It's a sign of a great, exactly. Because I worked with um, Ben Afedu, who laid down the vocal on that, obviously. For that oh, episode. wow. And he's, um, he said that, he's like, the song is almost, he's living, he can live off that forever, you know, because yeah. it, it's a song that will always be one that people know, one that people love. I mean, there's very little to it. And it was probably the toughest um, song to to do because you've only got hey what's wrong with you you look kind of down to me because things are getting over this is what i say it's got to turn around got to turn around that's all you've got to work with and it happens all that happens is because it's the beat of the original and the yeah 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 that, that, that keeps it rocking you know um so you haven't got that you can't use that in in a swing version so all we really had was we had to create what the what the um the brass were doing and that became like a, a song in itself, like a hook in itself. And the rest of it was just me just enjoying it, you know? Yeah, you, you really, um, you sound in your element on it. Yeah, definitely. But also, again, Ben, he's the most beautiful man you ever wish to meet. And uh, you should definitely do a chat with him because he's got loads of stuff happening and he's, he's a top, top guy. Oh, um, cool. So interesting as well. Really interesting. He's done so much stuff in his time. And obviously, he's... Um, He's married to Vanessa Feltz too. He's it's, it's, it's a really, really oh, cool Oh, wow, guy. yeah, yeah. Um, but so that that was another reason why I wanted to do it, partly for him. Hopefully he takes to it well. I, I mean, he's already supported me on the album so far, so I'm sure he'll love it. Um, but cool. Yeah, tough, tough I mean, you must, you must be nervous for to have those people hear that song. That Like, even when, yeah. when yeah. like, for example, the Michelle Gale one came out, there must have been a bit of, oh, you know, was yeah. there any behind the scenes? Like, did anyone send it to her or anything like that? I, I, I honestly, like, uh, I, f I would feel exactly that. If someone said I'm doing a cover of We Are One, you know, I'd, I'd probably feel a little bit like, whoa, you know, like, what yeah. you feel? Because you feel so emotional about the songs and I'm not meaning to do it in that way. You know, I'm not, I wouldn't want to make, make anyone feel that way about any, any of this, but it's, yeah, but I, I would, like, I'll champion it and say I'm delighted. I think it all goes hand in hand because we're now talking about these artists and the great things. Yeah, yeah. It's actually reminding people of how great they are. So yeah. I'm not sure that I'd necessarily see it as a bad thing, but yeah, I do feel that pressure, no question. Um, but you know, as I said, with Michelle Gale getting behind it, actually, that to me will 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 mean a lot to me forever. You know, I'll never forget. That. Yeah, yeah, that's so really cool. They've got they've also these these artists have got a chance to sort of like make long running deep fans out of me <laughs> you know just yes. by saying you've got a, you've got a great version thank you, you know? whatever <laughs> michelle gale does you're there <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
Now, last one, and I have to say, this was the only one that I thought, uh, oh, that's sacrilege. That's yeah. end of the line. But, I mean, to me, that song is the three blue jackets, the lifts open, and out they strut with the, you know, that, that 90s vibe. But you've done such a fantastic version with this song, the, the end of the line by Honeys. me this record was end of the night you know yeah whiskey cigarette it was very <laughs> old loose loose bow tie you know just you and a pianist in a, in a smoky 20s bar that kind of vibe you know yeah yeah and, yeah um again the original's really quite long but what stunning song it is stunning yeah it's so good and like and selena really like she really has that thing of putting loads of power but it being quite soft at the same time as well it's such a great record but you've really captured that like it's a very stripped back yeah i think she did actually yeah 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 i mean what talent all around you know yeah it's interesting as well because i remember when i interviewed her she said that even though they wrote it that they never, even though they wrote the hits, they never felt like they were in control at all, which is so wow. weird today. It's terrible. But um, wow. but she, uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's a great song. And you've the stripped back version of it, just, oh, it's magic. It was the hardest one to, to I mean, I committed the other day to doing a live version. I forgot how hard it was to sing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because the rest of them were in that nice, easy, you know, it yeah, yeah. suits my voice in, in the key. But, but this one, it, it kind of, it, grows and grows and it's got a lot of passion behind it and stuff and then at the end it kind of drops to this um almost twinkly ending of the album style where you've got a really it, it, it sits in a really weird place but yeah. um it was also the one where when i was in the booth recording it i felt the most tingles and and feeling wow the the, the vote the, the laying down the vocal because it's it's something Oh, again, it's heartbreaking. It's written on a yeah, on yeah, a, yeah. On a, on a, and, and again, when you listen to the original, again, like steps, you don't realise the the gravity of what they're singing about because it's yeah, like, yeah, the great, great song, and it's the production on it's quite fluffy and lovely, you know. So yeah, you don't get that. You don't you, understand you, that. Your version of it reminded me of. Uh, do you know that musical company? There's a song on it, "Being Alive." Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. It, it just it yeah. got those vibes from it. Like it was just Some that kind say, of. I've got a bit of a sort of um, musical theatre style to my, because it, it definitely wasn't something I was aiming for. But um, yeah. I think because of my my time doing musical theatre over the years, that there, there are touches of it in there that you can't, I really find hard to break out of. You know. But you re- you you're. I mean. You need to go for a musical. You're going to get cast like that. <laughs> like 100%. <laughs> Just drop the album, walk out. <laughs> I think the thing, maybe the Honeys is, is a tough one because maybe they wouldn't have wanted it done in that style. I don't, I, I don't know. it because, And also because they've written it, they'll have even more heavy emotions towards it too. So, I, but... I think it's a very different... Like, it's a very like what you've done with all of these songs you're in very different corners than the original like it, it it's if so, if you had gone out and recorded the the exact same like the moog synthesizer at the start and the thing, yeah. thing, thing, yeah. you know but this all of these songs they are they're occupying completely different spaces to the original 100 percent. and this is what i w- w- 
what I've championed from the start. I'm not trying to take over these. You know, I'm not trying to be the version. I'm just being a an alternate version of it. It's like it's like a remix almost. You know, but but just done with in a swing star by the same. That's oh, brilliant. You know, it's great. It I, I wanted it to come across that way because I love these records, as I said, I always have done. So you know, even for me, and I've covered them. You, nothing's ever taken away anything from the original for me. So that that that's it. well, that's it done. Ten out of ten, Sean, for a start. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'll take that. Ten gems. They're all they're all brilliant. There's no clunker. I would have loved to take you to task now over a, tr a clunker or a bad cover, but you've done <laughs> a great job. But so tell me, what's the story then? Your the album's out tomorrow. It's out on digital, on iTunes, all of those places. Uh, yeah. Is there physical Final. copies? Yeah, buying your of course you're doing vinyl. <laughs> of course, of course, that's genius. Like there needs to be a bit of crackle. Why wouldn't you? Oh my god. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Hundred percent. You need you need it on these records to, to make it feel even more legitimate to the to the era. But I'm no, gonna I, buy the vinyl. I'm gonna have a whiskey. I'm gonna open my bow tie. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> but, um, honestly, the, that was really because the fans just call for it, and if they call for it enough, you have to listen. Yeah. So, okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, we've done a, 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 an extremely limited vinyl, but we and, and also we're not doing any fancy colours, just keeping it black. You know, just keeping it. Okay. Straight, oh yeah, yeah, standard, yeah. Nice. All that, you know, so yeah, yeah. CDs are out too, but the CD is actually a vinyl. <laughs> it's like oh, amazing. <laughs> yeah, just sticking to the the style. You know? Yeah, that's that's nice. And so, what's your plan for tomorrow? The al the album's out. Are you going to like drink champagne in the bathroom, or what's the <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't got anywhere booked, so I can't go out and have a drink outside. But anyway, you'd only freeze anyway. I'd probably rather be in okay. <laughs> Just stay and watch Netflix. It's what we're used I, to now. Yeah, exactly. It's, and it's going to be weird going back to normal and realizing you can do all these things. I think I, I feel a bit stressed. I don't know about you. Like now that it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, you can do these things. I'm like, oh, I've got to get a haircut now. Oh, I've got to go out. And yeah. It's like I didn't feel like that about it when we could do it. You know, it's like. I know, I'm still I, going to Asda and getting a big load of booze in. <laughs> I, I have to stop cutting my hair. I've noticed I have this thing now because like my boyfriend's been doing the back and sides. But every yeah. time I'm in the bathroom, I'm kind of just going... <laughs> I just like, at some point, you're going to have to stop now and let the professionals take over because I don't have it for long, so I'm going to just... No, have to. good. Like, you, you know, you're, for me, I mean, my, I never let sides get this long, but I'm just too scared to do it because I'll just... I know, yeah. You know? But, yeah, if yeah, maybe the odd bit here. It looks great, brilliant. Oh, well done, Sean. So, yeah, I'd, looking good. Got to that stage where I'm like, I could get it a bit longer, you know. But it, yeah, but, the yeah. grunge album. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The grunge album. Yeah, that's yeah. what we want to hear a Nirvana version of uh, of Finally Found. There it goes. Yeah, or We Are One. <laughs> yeah, the Kurt Cobain version. That's what we want. Hundred percent. Get them in. Sell the units, Sean. It's all about the readies at this point. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, crossed. Yeah. Well, uh, listen, it was great talking to you. Uh, thanks so much. Best look at the album. It's an absolute gem. It, like, it really is. It's one of those albums. It, the album it reminds me of was, there was an album out about uh, 15 years ago called Unclugged. And it's one of those albums that you'll always put on. It was basically acoustic versions of club songs. But it, it's, it's just one of those things where you go, that is the album I'm putting on for a dinner party. Your album is like that. It's just one of those. If you're cooking, put it on. It's just genius. Stream it. Yeah. It's great. Um, so Thank best of luck so with it. Uh, and I hope you have 10 number ones.
it's been so wonderful being able to break these songs down as we have what a great idea and uh, thanks for having me back on again oh, on your podcast anytime happy vibes all around you deserve it buddy you know I love oh it. thanks so, very much That was the very lovely Sean Smith and the links to purchase Sean's album or to stream it are in the information attached to this episode where you'll also find links to follow me and Sean on the various social media platforms. I'll be honest, my Instagram, it's mainly Boots, my cat. There'll be a new episode soon. I can reveal because this is the green room that the next episode is with Una Healy from the Saturdays. So uh, I'm recording that on Monday. So that will be in your ears on the first Monday of May. Thanks for supporting and thanks so much for listening. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.